Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. Aye, aye. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. Good morning, everybody, and welcome along to the show. Show with the number one song in Ireland. On iTunes. On I- well, that, that's number one. That's <laughs> end, end of story. Listen, we released Robbie Keane in a limousine for the 2016 Euros. We yes. went number one on iTunes. Got ahead of Justin Timberlake's Can't Stop the Feeling, the biggest song of the year. We got ahead of him. We're number one. But check this out. Number two right now in Ireland, a certain Kylie Minogue. But number one is Kyle Minogue. Come on, Kyle Minogue. Yeah. Thank you very listen, much. Listen to how enthused he is. But like, yeah, He's yeah. been celebrating so much over the weekend that even his hair is hung over. <laughs> you know, it's not about getting number one. It's just about the art. And, you know, it's really, i just so happy how much this song has resonated with people. It means a lot to me. Mate. Let's imagine for a second. <laughs> is that good? Is that good? That was really good. That was really good. Like, yeah, you don't really care, but you're just here no, to do your job. It's just about the art, man, yeah. but I'm still, I'm number one. Well, let's bring everybody up to speed in case somebody's tuning in today going, well, I wasn't here in front. I didn't hear this. So, call for the big busk back in March when we were doing the big busk for Focus Ireland. He he came out on stage before he busked. We've got the world tonight, Oscuelga. You've got to translate about Colossal Lurgan. And then he surprised us with the man behind the song himself, Mickey Joe Hart, for the second verse. Everybody loved it. Everyone was like, whoa, this guy can sing. And they weren't even talking about Mickey Joe Hart. (laughs) It sounded so good. He went into the studio, recorded the song properly with Mickey Joe, made a music video. Uh, Sorry, can we just talk about the music video for a sec? Because a lot of people seem... Mm. To think that you and I were not taking our jobs seriously as backing dancers <laughs> and vocalists. Look, our remit was to do appalling dad dancing and never do the same dance that the other person is doing. <laughs> ever, ever. We took a, a leap out of boy's own on the Late Late Show. <laughs> yeah, just everyone's doing their own thing. That's what it seems like. I've yeah. never seen you dance before, Dave, but uh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's a sight to behold. There's no question. So the video the is dances out. in slow motion. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you can see the video across Today FM social. That's on todayfm.com as but well. The, but the song we launched, uh, you know, during the show on, on Friday, we gave it to the world. We gave We've Got the World Tonight to the world and said to the world, what do you want to do with this song? Do you want to just like, you know, file it under? Sure, that was interesting <laughs> for a few minutes. Or do you want to actually, you know, get behind it, get this song to number one? And oh my God, how long did it take to get to number one? It was fast. It happened very fast. Yeah, it, it did. Because obviously we were off air when it happened. I was down in Cashel when it happened. I had a family barbecue. Uh, coincidentally, not celebrating anything to do with the song. The uh, <laughs> song is out in front of a barbecue. But it was some, some timing for the song to go number one. But it was up on iTunes. I'd say we were kind of pushing it on social media for yeah. maybe an hour or two. Went in, went straight in at number three. And then it climbed to number one. Yeah, couldn't and believe it. it was some, here's the thing, Dermot and I know. Below. We know, I'd say it was, we'll get to that in a second. But Dermot and I, we know, we managed to stay ahead of Justin Timberlake in 2016 for, what, 40 minutes? And then he was back to number one and we, we rocked we him down like, the chart. Who is this Justin Humberlake? <laughs> Never but, heard of him. Carl, so we, I'll be honest with you, you know, there was a part of me that thought, I'm so happy for Carl. This going to start tumbling. It's still number one. Yeah, what the hell? It's Monday. It's been out for an entire weekend. We're in day four. Well, look, if you want to support us, you can uh, 
nab it on iTunes and keep it at the top spot. We want to say such a massive thank you to everybody who donated to Focus Ireland. This is how it all started with the big busk fighting homelessness. Uh, we put a bit of a ransom on the song and said we wouldn't <laughs> release it unless we got 10 grand. Um, you know, bit tongue in cheek. I know we were trying to squeeze a few more shekels out of you for Focus Ireland, but uh, you guys donated 14,000 euros. Yeah, 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 we're so, more, so, more, so grateful. And I know people at Focus Ireland are as well. Um, but now the song is out there. And actually, people are getting very interested in this. People, call who you thought would never be contacting you. But we've got so many people contacting you through the show. And these people are teachers, and in particular, Irish teachers. What? Yeah, I know. And some of them are now writing messages to me in Irish. So, <laughs> like, Carl so, speaks phonetic Irish. Yes. He writes it in sounds. Yeah. What do we compare this to? Um, Despacito. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah That's yeah. what it's like. It's like do you Des- remember there was a video of Justin Bieber, like literally when Despacito had gone number one, just like you, and he was in a nightclub and everyone was like, Despacito. And he was like, uh, the words. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the studio one time. He read them off his sheet. But listen, Carl... We got a message saying my name is Emer. I'm currently a newly qualified primary teacher in Cork. I tuned into the show on Friday to hear We've Got the World Tonight, Osquelga, and safe to say I was super impressed. Wow. Cool. I will definitely be using it in my classroom. Just wondering, are they publishing the lyrics? But yes. I'd love a copy so I can begin learning it. And Gweltocts across the country have been getting in contact with us as well because they're all looking for the lyrics. Yes, they will be up on the website later on and I'll have the 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 lyrics because you know it's tra- it's translated differently you know oh, so I mean? it's not yeah it's not word for word it's like it's like it's, it wasn't it's translated, translated properly yeah, into no. into beautiful Irish yeah yeah so it's nearly like almost like a new song yeah, you know yeah. so um, I'll, I'll have the, yeah, that, that translation as well and the Irish lyrics so they'll be up on the website at some stage this morning well you know I have a, I have a lot of uh Admin to get through, lads. It was a bit yeah. of a weekend. I like the fur coat and the pimp cane I, and, and the shades. Just see, and, well, that was just and what the he wore. Fish swimming just, in the heels of your platform <laughs> shoes. Just what he wore to the wedding at the weekend. Yeah, so he's still in the same clothes. Haven't been home yet. This is today FM. There it is. We've got the world tonight. It's Linia on Down, Cahill Minogue and Mickey Joe Hart. And that is the song that has gone to number one in the country and is still there. And Emer makes a good point, I think, mm. on 87 4100 She says, since Cahill got that earring, he's changed. Great achievement, lads. Carl, you did. Like You embraced your kind of inner Celt there not that long ago. And you, you went through the stress of, will I get an earring? Will I not get an earring? You got it pierced live on air because yeah. you're Carl Minogue and that's what happens with your life now. <laughs> um, but you were you were chatting to Hector about this kind of Celtic element of your life. You started to, to improve your Irish. You ended up on Ross Naroon. And now here you are, number one on the charts. Not in the Irish language charts, in the charts. I know, it's mental. Yeah, I'd say it was about eight months ago, I think I said to you about the jewellery, want to start wearing jewellery. That's a hell of a journey, from earring to number one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Well, I think about it, this is a man who... I think I want to get better at Irish a couple of months ago. Now, Now the number one song... In, in, in the country in, is in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, it's it. weird. It's like that is weird. Yeah, top of the like class. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 the and then what I love now is the likes. Like I got a lovely message of Dahi O'Shea over the weekend. Uh, like yeah, he's, uh, oh, he said yeah. So like it has been a journey. I was terrible at Irish in school. Um, I, I'm look. I'm not. I'm not Hector going around the place now. But uh, I, I'm learning and I'm trying to get better. And well, what better way than to release a song? As and good as Hector <laughs> is at Irish, is he number one in the charts right now? No, he's Neil Shane. Neil Shane. Neil. 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 Neil.
England can keep their ginger shearing. We have our own ginger le- legend. <laughs> Hashtag call for Eurovision. A lot of people suggesting that we should re you know re-enter Eurovision with this. Unfortunately, the rules preclude that. You can't have the song can't have ever been out. So you can't put the same song into Eurovision. No, I think going back with a losing song. Probably not a good <laughs> yeah, look. I don't think that's, that's <laughs> not a good look for the country. No, but this time it's in a language you really don't understand. Okay, cool. Terminal Dave playing the music you know. My wife Tracy, as much as I love her. As much she, as I love her. <laughs> hey, we've all got a soft spot for Tracy. She is particular to the point, I think, of being odd when it comes to tea. So look, I'm a very easily pleased tea man. Sure, I have preferences, right? I like lion's tea. I like a good bit of milk. And ideally, I like a massive sports direct mug. That's my ideal scenario. However, if you serve me tea inside the glasses case that is sitting in front of you, Dermot, with too little milk and it was made of Barry's I'd still be happy. I love tea. I'll drink it anything. <laughs> Drinking your tea out of a glasses case? Should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> My wife Tracy, however, will only drink tea if there are a certain set of circumstances met. Okay? And the main one of these, and the absolute main one is that her mug is exactly the mug she wants. Not... What kind of a mug is it? Okay, so the, the, the picture on the front? No, 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 no. The design. Sentimental? No, none of those things. It's the narrowness, the thinness of the lip. So it has to be fine bone china. It can't be ceramic. So that's my Sports Direct mug out. But the main reason she couldn't deal with the Sports Direct mug is because the lip on a Sports Direct mug and on a ceramic mug is probably... Really thick. It's like yeah, a, well, builder, a builder's mug. A builder's mug. Unacceptable. Can't, like... It's just, it wouldn't even be entertained. Well, does she drink it out of dainty teacups then? No, it's not dainty. No, mugs are fine. Like, they're, they're all mugs that so she has. It has to be a mug, but made out of the same stuff as a dainty, as a dainty teacup. teacup. And it has okay. to have... Hard to get, I would imagine. Yes, and I've tried. I've bought her mugs and gone like, ha look at me gifting yeah. you the one thing you love. A mug. It might have a little cute dog on it or something. And it's a, she'd look at that and go, what? That's, I can't drink out of that. Why? <laughs> Look at the thickness of the lip. I'm like, what? It's tight. Like, no. Could it be too thin? No. Okay, so like, the thinnest mug she in the has, land. She has a, a, a stainless steel keep cup, right? Mm. Which is literally, the, the lip of it is the thinness of stainless steel. Like, it's yeah. it's actually almost razor-like. And recently, she lost the lid of it. So I bought her another one online, thought it was the same thing. It came and she was like, oh, thanks. I was like, what? Is this your, I'm so happy here's your mug. She's like... Oh, it's just it's too thick. Just the lip is just too thick. And does she... I I guess... You know, it sounds ridiculous, but then I think a lot of us can relate to it in weird ways. Like, do you ever pour Coke into a mug? Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't taste good. You're like, no. get that filth out of my house. <laughs> you pour it into the right glass, you're like, this oh, is God's nectar. Yeah. But, oh, there's no glasses clean. I'll just pour it into a mug. Day ruined. Yeah. <laughs> I but, did. I did find. Tea, though. Yeah, I did find. I discovered when I was on maternity leave that there are particular cups that I don't want to drink tea from. Okay. Do you know they're like they're really wide? They're nearly like a bowl. 
Oh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. My poor mother bought me one. She knows I like a lot of tea, so she bought me one of them to have in her house. And I had to kind of politely just bring up one of my eight Sports Direct mugs and put it in. Well, there's too much surface area, and the tea gets too cold too quickly. Too cold too quickly. But mine is a particular shape that I like. It's like a like it's a normal mug shape, but slightly wider. But as it goes up I know what you mean I think Emer was saying this uh, we agreed on this uh, I got some lovely like you know those country west of Ireland handmade ceramic oh, mugs yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that literally your man threw it on the potter's wheel yeah. and glazed it and all that and they look amazing but tea and coffee taste rotten out of them yeah. <gasps> now I'm sure it doesn't taste any different but your yeah, mind is your saying mind this you. is a rotten experience wow <laughs> but <laughs> Like, I, I just, but the other way then, I remember when I was in America with the family, we went to, you know me, and I love a good diner. He does love a diner coffee. You know, yeah. I want fag, Fagash Lil coming over, giving me free refills. But I was sitting in the in the Waffle House, and I they poured my the coffee into a Waffle House mug, which is like a thick. Oh, it's like really Tracy thick. would be this. Yes, she'd she just throw up a lot. She saw them. Yeah, yeah, and. But it was so good. I bought the mugs and I can only drink coffee at home out of those Waffle House mugs. Okay, but okay, so that's at home. Yeah. But you can drink coffee like you have in front of you have a takeaway cup. Yeah. Tracy, like, could be gasping for tea more than LA. And we could be like in the desert and then somebody would just rock up with like one of those canteens mm. and a box of Lions, or she likes berries, box of berries and, you know, oh green God, super married. milk. What a, what a sure. terrible desert rescue, by the way. <laughs> no, You're like, ah, water, help me, crawling along the sand. What are you coming to? Oh, I've got a flask, something nice and hot. Get you warmed up. She could, she could really want tea, whatever, whatever scenario you want to paint her in. And if you showed her a paper takeaway cup, she'd be like, no. Like, you really want tea? No. Nothing, throw it away. Not, it's not she never possible. has tea on the go. Never. Unless it's in that stainless steel, which she super lost. sharp, which she That's lost. She's never having tea again in her no, life. I don't think so. Outside the house. She can't be stressful. alone, though. I can't be the only husband dealing with this or only partner dealing with this. Surely there are other people who are so particular about their tea or Anything. their eggs or whatever it is that has to be eaten or drunk out of a very specific scenario. Yeah, oh. egg cups would be similar. Like if you, if you like a boiled egg. Yeah. Like there's a particular egg cup that ah, I only have. Stop. Yeah, but it doesn't make any difference. It's not like it's not brewing in the thing. It's been cooked in the pan. Doesn't matter. It's, it's the hold. It's the it's the support of or the egg. A, a takeaway. Like if you're going to eat a takeaway out of the tubs that they mm. arrive mm. in, it has to be plastic fork. You can't do metal fork. Oh, plastic fork with the plastic. Oh, chopsticks. Thing. Those. Yeah. Do you ever? So if you go for a Chinese and then they give you a fork, you're like, how dare you? I am I am clearly of Asian genetics. I need a chopstick. I but I will cultures. never use these chopsticks on any other meal other than this one right here. <laughs> or even at home. But right now. Do you think takeaway tastes different when you pour it out onto a plate? Yeah, it does, yeah. It kind of, it's, you it's lose 30% of the whole thing. You do, because it looks like you made it. It just You realise actually that's a terrible dinner. No, and fish and chips, fish and chips has to be on a plate. You have to take it out of the bag. 
That's, yeah. It actually adds 30% of greatness yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if it's in that. the box, though, if you get it in like a, one of nah, the Beshoffs or the nah, Murdoch's nah, box. Nah. No, on a plate. But then you put it to the plate. No. No, I'm 30% plus on a plate. You should never see space between chips. That's the problem. Like a bag of chips, they're condensed. A bag of chips is different. No, no, a bag of chips is different. If you pour them out and then there's space between the chips, I think get them out of here. These arguments are going to go on all day. Give me some chopsticks. 087-4100-102. Drop us a text, drop us a WhatsApp. Drop us a WhatsApp voice note and let us know, is Tracy the only person drinking tea out of these particular scenarios? Or anything else that you must eat a certain way? You can let us know. 087-4100-102. This is Today FM. John's been on to us. So my father-in-law will only drink tea if the milk that is used is half water and half milk, it's the only way he'll drink it. Absolute madness. Are you, is he making his own mil- like milk? He's mil- mixing milk and water to put it into his tea. Seems like an awful lot. Slimline milk, that pink stuff, that's already half water. But isn't there science, Dave's World nerd boy, around why China cups and the thinness of the cup pretty sure we spoke to somebody on the show before about how that actually affects the temperature what's happening to the milk the yeah. mixture of the milk and the tea and that they're, your wife maybe she doesn't understand the science of it oh what are you are, saying maybe, no, maybe she does <laughs> but maybe she just didn't have the time to look into it but she just knows in herself that it tastes better and, and maybe she's right yeah there are scientific studies and, and proofs of how to make inverted commas the best cup of tea, but it's all subjective. It all depends on what you like. Oh, it's seven four one hundred one two. Another text came in. Absolutely, Tracy's not the only one. Remember them cups years ago? Cups. Remember them mugs you used to get years ago? Mother Hovers. Literally, be mixed cement in them. Serious mug, lads. All right. So you, this chap, likes the big, giant, mm. chunky mug, not like Tracy. Uh, someone says I have a cousin like that. He's a big man, so fussy about his china cup. Does he hold his little pinky in the air? (laughs) Whatever he needs to be happy. Dave, this is what Tracy needs. I love tea out of my Denby China white mug, says Orla. I see it, Orla. I like the thinness of the lip. I don't think she'd like the shape. It kind of, it peters down towards the middle. Do you know what I mean? Kind of like a V-shaped. She'd like a straight mug. Oh, yeah. That's her preference. You know what I mean? Uh, We got a picture from Noreen in Leitrim who has an amazing mug. It's a Space Invaders mug. Very cool. And that's her her mug of choice. And obviously it tastes better out of it. Uh, And Ian was on to us as well. I have a brother and he comes up to the house looking for tea. And you give it to him in a cup and a tea bag. He goes, have you not got a pot? You know I don't drink tea out of a cup. Only out of a pot. Another weird one. Only out of a pot. I mean, that's, that's an awful lot of rigmarole to have a cup of tea. A cup of tea is just like... Splash, drink, gone. Like, let's have another one. Like, you know what I mean? It's like this whole ceremony of like... What, you knock back? Yeah, well, like, knock back my tea, but I like... I know, well, there's no question that leaves, leaves taste better. No, don't like them. They don't yeah, taste like better a brewed, proper brewed tea in a pot poured into a cup. Too much. With a scone. <laughs> scone. A bit, a, bit, a bit of cream. A Lovely bit of jam. You put it on the scone, you put slather it all over, and you, you cup it to your pot, and you pour it down your mouth. Absolutely beautiful. Um, <laughs> Dermot and Dave, playing the music you know. Well, someone has sent us a picture of their I Am Groot mug, which is a bit weird because you know, I the, way, am Groot. You know the way Groot's head is, is pointy, you know, like it's mm. kind of 
like the top of a branch of a tree or whatever. So like that, when you lift up the mug, that's what's that's what you're drinking out of. Oh no, that's appalling. I find uh, themed mugs a lot of the time. You know, like a Hulk mug or a Spider Man mm-hmm. mug. Generally, not too, they're the ones that rarely get used in the drawer. Like yeah, a novelty mug. I do have a good, I have a good Marvel super no Star Wars one when the new Star Wars kind of came out with Ray and all those people in it. I've got one of them and it works really well. I have to say it's one of the few themed mugs that I would have hung onto over the years. Guys, my wife has to have exactly nine slices of banana on her banana and toast. No more, no less, and no exceptions. Can you say hello to Connell, Charlie and Cara on the way to Dublin Zoo with mum and dad? I can understand that. It's probably three rows of three. It just fits quite nicely on the slice. It would be weird if it was like a seven, a one and a one. Weird team formation <laughs> yeah. going on there. Uh, Robert's been in touch. Going to start a debate now, guys. Barry's, Lion's Tea, uh-uh, bilge water. You need to drink Yorkshire tea. It is the best. No, I've tried Yorkshire, I've tried Punjana, I've tried Bewley's. Oh, right. oh, oh. oh, oh I, hang on. Uh, I have to agree with that, Phil. I'd have to agree with him. Actually, you two sound very like. How would you say utter bilge water? Uh-uh, bilge water. Uh-uh. Bilge water. Yeah, you guys are, you're, you're definitely brothers. Have you ever tried the PG chips? PG chips, yes. Oh, PG did. chips, love. You like them, them back, yeah, back yeah. in the war. Back in the war, oh, yeah. right. Remember, you used to put them chimpanzees on the telly. That's right, yeah. I think you used to be sitting on the toilet and wearing it tuxedo. That's frowned upon these it's not days. not allowed now, no. No, no, no definitely not. Uh, actually, I have a question for you, unnamed um, English elderly gentleman who we haven't got. I told you, my name is Phil Baggins. Oh, sorry, Phil Baggins, yes. <laughs> Phil, uh, Brian's been in touch about fish and chips. About the fish and chips, Dave, cannot have it in the plate. It has to be in paper. The fish tastes different, the salt, the vinegar, it all tastes different on a plate. Has to be in paper. Ideally newspaper, but, you know, health and safety and all that lark. Health and safety gone mad. Not wrapping your food and stuff that's got ink on it, I mean. We used to love eating the fish and chips out of the, out of the newspaper. Yeah. If, if You could eat the fish and read your horoscope off the chips. <laughs> Very healthy, I think, yeah. <laughs> Phil, you stick around. No, probably not. <laughs> He's already got it. was fun at the start. Now, <laughs> I, I think people are losing interest now. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Now, I'm playing this music, Dermot. Because somebody right now is doing something that you'd love to be doing right now. As we have all discussed many times on this show, you're a man who loves a breakfast, a second breakfast, and possibly a third breakfast. <laughs> whatever it takes sure between, between 9 and 12. On my second now. Yes, I literally just finished some smoked salmon there. Time. Well, Oron Fitzgerald is in South Carolina. Oron, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Where in South Carolina are you? I don't mean location because we don't really know where that is, but I mean, what establishment are you in or have you just been in? I have just been in the Waffle House. The Waffle House! Come on! Wow. I'm I'm envious. I'm a big fan of the Waffle House. It it knows what it is. It knows its place. It knows. It does. I mean, it does. It has no airs and graces about itself. It just knows I'll make his waffles. There you go. Have a waffle. And there you go. Plus, waffle. their coffee mugs are thick and the coffee, even though the coffee is muck, it tastes great from it. So much so, in fact, that I bought the mugs when I was there to bring home, and they're what I use at home. 
Um, now, Dermot, yeah. did you buy the mug or did you do what the rest of us Irish people do and just slip it into the pocket and walk out very quietly? <laughs> no, how, many, how, many, how many Guinness pint glasses have you got at home now? Come on, tell the truth. And the, got, the room uh, of traffic cones. I got them free with promotional packs, I swear. Um, you did, yeah. I, I, I was actually quite disappointed with the Waffle House in terms of the selection of waffles. Like, hang, can I just ask, sorry, can I just ask? that many. Like, you're not in or in the only Waffle House. Waffle House is a chain. Chain, yeah. Okay, so yep. they're everywhere. So it's a franchise. Okay. Yeah. So, it would be like yeah. like uh, I don't, don't condone Dunkin Donuts. Donuts okay. They're, they're kind of diners. They do, you know, the Philly cheesesteaks and burgers and breakfasts. Yeah, they do, and, they do. You can go in there. Like, it's open 24-7. It's actually, uh, we use it as a weather warning system. As you know, over here, we get tornadoes and hurricanes and all that mm, crazy yeah. stuff. And if the Waffle House is closed, then you know you should be at home. <laughs> Amazing. That's a brilliant system. So what did you get this morning, Oran? I, well, see, I didn't get a waffle this morning. I, I was a little bit, I wasn't hungry enough for one. Um, so I got the uh, Texas sausage, egg and cheese um, with hash browns and a little bit of cheese on the hash browns. <laughs> Slap on a little bit of gravy. Jeez. But I tell you one thing, though, gravy. I tell you one thing. It's no donkey Fords. It's no, no. donkey Fords. Absolutely not. Are you a, are you a Limerick man originally? Well, you see, I was born um, at a young age on the banks of the River Lee, and then I was scooped up and brought into Gary Owen, and then after that, I had to go up to Mullingar. So, you know, I, well, I was say that accent is definitely more Midlands yeah, than Gar. Definitely. Sorry, I must also ask. It's half yeah. eleven in the morning in Ireland, which means it's yeah. is it half six in the morning? You've just eaten that before. Don't <laughs> be so proud of you because oh. you've eaten that much food before the sun has risen. <laughs> Yeah, well, you see, at six. It's, I was in the Waffle House at five o'clock. Five. It's yeah, about Jesus. six thirty now. So what do you do? Like sorry, you're obviously sorry, living there. Right? Are you having the worst holiday ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on holiday and go to work. Yeah, at five a.m. No, no, in the Waffle House. Uh, what are you I'm doing there? I'm living out here a lot. I'm an engineer. I'm oh, working. I won't say that I work in a radio station, but that's what I do. But don't tell anybody. Oh, okay, right. I'm not well, right. Only the best people work in radio stations. And uh, oh, so are you behind the scenes then? So if something uh, breaks and a diva presenter goes, my microphone sounds weird, do you fix it? Yeah, are I'm you a little un- bit peaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're a great talker. Would yeah. you have any ambitions to get the other side of the microphone? Oh, I do. No, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the other side more times than I care to mention. Class. Um, yeah, sometimes if the guys call in, uh, they just say, here, Odie, will you go on? Go, like, I normally get about five minutes prep work. It's like, Odie, will you go on for us? Well, that's uh, what I was going to ask yeah. you. Your name, I've already pronounced it about eight different ways, and I'm <laughs> Irish. I've said Oran, Oran, Oran. How do you pronounce it, really? Well, the people that loved me, um, they used to call me Odran. Odran? The people that... Yeah, and the people that know me now call me Odie, and then other people call me names, but I can't say them on air. <laughs> Odie's a good shout, and in fact, yeah. Odie does sound like a DJ in America. Like, and so did the people yeah. of South Carolina? Do the do the do the, uh, the Southern <laughs> Bells? Is, is I'm just thinking, is Carolina in the Southern states? No, oh, yeah, oh, oh, just we're deep south over here, so it, it, it's, yeah. it's East Coast though, isn't it? I mean, it's Southern, but it's it, East Coast, it, it's still North yeah. of Florida and all that. It's still North Florida, but we we don't count Florida as the South at all. Florida, no. Florida is its own entity. Florida like, is yeah. America's Mickey, as we all know oh. from the map. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to ask uh, was, do yeah. the Southern Bells from South Carolina, do they think, oh, Odie, you just have the cutest accent? Well, my wife does. <laughs> is she a Southern Belle or is she from Mullingar? 
No, she's from Georgia. Oh, she's from I met Georgia. Her I met her, would you believe I met her at the rodeo? Isn't that right? Oh, Odie at the rodeo. That's the name of your radio show right there. <laughs> Guys, it's Odie at the rodeo. I almost I watch, oh. a, I watch a lot of Yellowstone. I know that's Montana, a different part of the world. But yeah. um, obviously rodeos are a big part of it. And I, I really yeah. want to go to a rodeo and just have a hot dog and sit in that crappy stand and, you know, maybe maybe kiss a southern bell under the bleachers. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one now, and this will get you pretty jealous. Uh, last Sunday, we were mm. out on the, uh, out on the on our land with our horses, and we were bringing in a few cattle. And yes, I had my cowboy hat on, and yes, I had my rifle in my saddle just in case a few coyotes came along. Wow. So, if you want, if you want to come out and live the cowboy life, come on ahead. Sure, we've loaded the horses. That's the way to do radio, isn't it? Like you get up in the morning, you go up to the Waffle House at five a.m., you fix a microphone, <laughs> you do the Odie at the rodeo show, and then you go home and bring out the cattle with your horse and your shotgun tell you what <laughs> that's amazing wow. and seriously brilliant I have look, a couple of Irish questions we need to get through um, how hot is it over there now oh just it's a shock and warm altogether sure you'd be melted <laughs> what well, temperature are you at usually in, um, around 2 o'clock in the afternoon well I tell you it's 6.30 this morning and we're at just coming up on 27 degrees Thank you for saying 27 and not saying, which is obviously what you would say when you're in North Carolina and say, I don't know, whatever that is. 86. 86, there you wow. go. And yeah. uh, will you be able to watch Limerick uh, lift Lee McCarthy next weekend? <laughs> I might. Would you have any interest? Is probably a bigger question. None, none, none. <laughs> none, none whatsoever. Get off the line, Odie. Um, can we? Where can we hear you? What's the name of the station you're on? Uh, I I work on ninety eight nine WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Ninety eight nine W what RD? WRD. WRD. Oh, the word. Ninety eight nine. So is it AM or is it ninety eight point nine FM? Oh, it's FM. We're, FM a, um, we're a thousand megahertz. We're pretty big. We we broadcast over six states. Amazing. Yep. Right, we'll have to check you out online. Uh, not, of course, we're using to FM, the best radio station in the world. But Odie, oh, Odie at the rodeo, I'm telling I mean, you. I mean, hell, I'm over here in South Carolina and I'm listening to Today FM. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's It fair. can't be that good. Uh, <laughs> Odie, pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for visiting the Waffle House on my behalf. Uh, Tell, oh, them, tell them Dermo no. said hi. And, uh, oh, yeah. I will, sure they know you. They were asking after you. And Odie, <laughs> I, I don't know if you ever watched Top Gear when you were uh, back home or if you watch it now, but somebody says, this is like old school Top Gear. It's not Cahill, it's Cahill's American cousin. <laughs> so, Odie, that's your new, your new nickname is Cahill's American cousin. Cahill's <laughs> American cousin. I'm the greatest Cahill of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Odie, great to chat to you. Fair play, man. All right, gents. Have bye a good day. See you later. Bye, bye, bye. bye, bye. Hear that little creeping at the end there? Talk to you all later, he said. Talk he said it with his Mullingar accent. He said, talk to you all later. <laughs> Maria, I sit and lick the salt and vinegar Pringles. My wife goes mad. It's like nails on a chalkboard to her. Oh, you think? Somebody taking out a crisp out of a tube and going, ah... My seven and Johnny bonded in the early days over how we eat Pringles as well. How do you eat Pringles? Well, did you lick the flavour off first? What? And then you're left with like a mushy and nothing. How do you eat it? Well, it's not mushy. What if it's you're licking it? You don't it. lick it to death. You lick the flavour <laughs> off. Is that, the, is that like just the end of hope when you find yourself just sitting on a couch? <laughs> 
Just licking the flavour off no, Pringles. It well, apparently the best it was time the beginning ever. of Maria's relationship. <laughs> uh, Dave, did you know that birds eat stones to help them break down and digest their food, says Kevin the van. Yes, I did know that. It's phenomenal. So what? yeah, so their their stomachs, the bottom of their stomachs often have little gravel and stones, small stones in them, so that when the food goes in, yeah. that it can be obviously it's acid attacks it and whatever else, but the stones help break it up into their digestive system and all that. Hmm. Uh, lads, toddlers have been sucking stones since time began. I wonder, do you get any minerals from stu- sucking stones? Says Maria in Galway. I don't know. There, are, you know, there are, aren't there people who lick? No, seriously, people lick everything. No, I know they do, but aren't there <laughs> nobody's looking. No, everything no, 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 no. is being licked. <laughs> okay, no, it's not people. It's not people. There are animals that lick moss on boulders because it gets gives them salts they don't otherwise get in their diet. There's, that's definitely a thing. Boulder licking, but I don't remember what animal. I definitely did it in days where I'll never forget. <laughs> Lads, I worked night shift, and one of one morning, a few of us were having breakfast at five a.m. in the canteen. Most of us were having cereal or toast. One guy like Dermot started reheating his curry. Dermot would absolutely eat curry at five a.m. Like as in, he got up, not like from the night before. If I got up at five a.m., you know, if you got up at four or you were you were working a shift or whatever, it was like three you started work. Five a.m. He's like meat, potatoes, curry. Beef Wellington, like whatever you could give him, that's a main course. He's on I, it. I think the, the most of the breakfasts that we are that we have, they're just because we've been told over the years you should have that for breakfast. So yeah. cereal, it's breakfast time. You should have this. But around the world, people eat different stuff for breakfast all the time. For my metabolism, <laughs> I need a full dinner, and I need protein. Sorry, I would say three Otherwise, full. Dinners. I get sad. Tired and I doubt the world. <laughs> he does. The Do you know what, but if I've got like a bit of protein, I'm good to go. Sometimes I struggle because I might have leftovers from the dinner the night before, mm-hmm. and you know I'll go to get breakfast, open the fridge, and I my my brain tells me I want the leftovers more than I want my Weetabix that I'm in the middle of making. Yeah, because your that's, body. That's what I want, but so like it's not acceptable. Like, I'm judged for that. Society so will I just judge stick, you. I just stick with the Weedabix then. But if you're in your own house, who's judging you? There's no one Johnny there. is. Johnny. <laughs> and then Rian. Rian can't cope with me. Johnny leaks the flavour off Ringles. Rian, Johnny can't. <laughs> he can't judge anyone. It'll be the next Oroctus hearing. Yeah. It'll be, so let, we just want to go over these facts again. So you opened the fridge at what, 828 and, and uh, you, you, you had the leftovers then. Uh, were you aware at the time this was, this was unorthodox? Spaghetti <laughs> 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 uh, Bill's been on to us about the stones. Hi, guys. What about your chew response when you have something like that in your mouth? Even a gobstopper, you eventually get to, you know, chomp on it. I don't think it'd be good for the dentist, not good for your teeth. Well, yeah, I suppose well, if you're sucking the flavour off the stone, yeah. you're very quickly getting it out of your mouth. I suppose to sucking it for ages. Not, I do know what I'd he means. I'd say very though. quickly it becomes just a stone yeah. in your mouth. But do you know when you like you have a like just a hard sweet? You want to? You do chew get it. to a point and you're like, I can't take this anymore. And you just bite. You know, I get I get that with chewing gum. And you're eating chewing gum, you're like, oh, minty, minty, yum, 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 la, la, la. And you're going about a thing and it goes from, nah, 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 to, get out of my mouth, you annoying, flavourless, you're like, ah! <laughs> what am I even doing with you in my mouth? And they're like, I think I'll have another one. Nom, 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 minty, 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 nom, nom, nom. 
And it all starts all over again. Ian <laughs> was also on to us. My God, Dave, that puts a whole new meaning into getting stoned. <laughs> it does, Ian, and you said, like, you might be stoned. And Patricia was on. My mouth immediately started watering when you mentioned salt and vinegar flavoured discos. Yeah, salt and vinegar flavoured discos, the greatest crisp. Emer knows that uh, they're my absolute favourite in the world, and anytime she sees them anywhere, she will pick me up a packet, and I really Aww. appreciate it. Are they hard to get? Yeah, very hard to get, because they're kind of UK only now at the moment, so you can, some shops have them. I bet you they're in that petrol station on the way home. On past Connolly. Connolly station. They have all the in. weird English ones. Right. Uh, where they was the last place I saw them? Oh, actually it was in Scotland, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Scotland. Last place I saw them. But yeah. yeah if you have ever any idea where they're sending discos for sale, you can let us know. Sturman and Dave on Today FM. I would always take advice from you know a music presenter more a more experienced music presenter than I am like Pamela Joyce for example <laughs> who just said that if I call that person who just sang that song Fire for This Love Cheryl Cole that I'd be wrong because it's not is her name correct? it's not her name her name is Cheryl it's just Cheryl do you want a fun fact about that song always um, so sometimes when I'm out in my walk like I was this morning and I get bored when I'm like four or five kilometres in mm-hmm. Whatever song comes on, I have to choreograph my Dancing with the Stars show dance to that. Oh, yeah. wow. And Cheryl Five for This Love is a big contender for my show. <laughs> <laughs> they have never expressed any interest in me being on the show. But if they ever do, you are ready. I'm ready. I've got four my or five ready. kilometers in. How long do you, how far do you walk every morning? Not every morning. No, this morning I just didn't feel like getting up and doing my workout because I didn't want my butt to hurt. So <laughs> I walk. did like seven kilometer walks. Wow. Pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to come to work until quite late in the day, so it's not that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people would just stay in bed. So you're I'm doing an, a big I'm an walk. Inspiration, basically. <laughs> you are. Uh, actually, we've played Cheryl. Mm-hmm. We're going to play Cher mm-hmm. in a minute. We're going to lose the ill. But before that, yeah. we've got a very important voice note in from Brendan. Hi, Dave. It's Brendan. Listen here in Savile, just outside Newry. Hey, Brendan. You'll get discos in home bargains in Newry. Go in and stock up. They're quite cheap as well. All the best. Nice one, Brendan. What's home bargains in the Republic? Maria, do you know that? Home savers. Home savers. Someone else said that as well. 87 uh, Someone said that home savers have salt and vinegar discos. It was family, sorry, background. This is me searching for salt and vinegar discos because they're not widely available. They seem to be a Northern Ireland slash UK uh-huh. thing. They used to be everywhere. Uh, and uh, yeah, apparently you can get them in home savers. Thank you for the text in about that. Our bags of discos not disappointing in terms of how many you actually get in the bag. It's no, only about <laughs> six or seven of them. Yeah. Because if you eat more than that, your mouth will just fall Can off. Can I say they're <laughs> so. quite an assault on the senses? I don't know why mm. you'd want them. Because that's for that very just, reason. Just drink some vinegar and pour some salt. In no, you. no, 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 no. <laughs> I thing. want, I want all of this. Um, I was, I'm obsessed with salt and vinegar discos. I buy them on Amazon. Also, a shop in Balting Glass gets the box from their suppliers in the north and sells me the box. What a listener. <laughs> Very, Very smart. smart. Uh, have you got a crisp, Pamela, that you would feel similarly passionate I've got about? I a, a throwback to my childhood, and I don't know if I maybe made these up. Frisps? Is that remember Frisps? Oh, yeah. Frisps! Frisps. Yeah. What the hell they again? I don't even know, but they were delish. They were used crinkled. to get. Were they, they were crinkled. Yeah. Um, not dissimilar to a sour cream and onion hunky dory, but a lot more. Um, tangy. Yeah, why were they called? Flavor. Was there a reason they were called frisps? The cra- were they fried crisps for the crack? Maybe they were fried. Yeah, so you used to get a packet of those on your school tour and you'd be buzzing. Well, I've got news you'd for you. I've got news for you. You'd be digging into your frisps. <laughs> frisps, you can get an assorted six pack uh-huh. on tesco.com, oh. which I believe is in pound sterling, so it would undoubtedly be the UK. Um, but they say, oh, look at this, right? So cheese and onion flavor wheat snack. 
Wheat. Wheat snack, not a corn, corn snack, snack, not a potato snack. snack, wheat snack. Ready salt, wheat snack, salt and vinegar flavour, wheat snack. Snacks can be enjoyed as part of a balanced diet and healthy lifestyle, <laughs> including, including regular exercise like Pamela's long walk. Okay. It does then say, have you tried our other great snack brands, wheat crunchies, discos and knickknacks? All the same ma- family. The same family. They're all oh, the same. Wow. Knickknack are my jam. So yeah, you do like a knickknack in fairness. <laughs> Love knickknacks. Yeah. Again, hard to get. You have to go to random garages. But whatever it takes... I think we should do a blind taste test. We should get all the random crisps that we can think of and do a blind taste test. That's not a bad idea. Well, yeah. we'd not, would we not know by just looking at them what they were? Oh, like you'd you'd know so that's where the blind part of it comes in? You're <laughs> oh, blindfolded? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant we just, they weren't in their wrappers. No, no, no. Someone else lays them out for us. But okay. maybe somebody okay. could use them. the tweezers and put Pop them, them in into mouth. our mouth. Yeah. Although if it was Maria, she just licked the flavour off the Pringle and then spit out the actual, <laughs> the vessel for the flavour. Smart. Yeah. Um, okay, like let's that. play some share. She fills her cushion covers with the sucked Pringles. <laughs> we have Doesn't waste anything in that house. This is Today FM. FM. Dermot and Dave, it is Today FM. Right, we were talking yesterday about crisps. I was professing my love for discos. Thankfully, some people got in touch and said, tell me where I can find discos. These are the edible ones as opposed to... Oh, yes, not Tamangos. Yes, it was crisps. Definitely discos crisps. <laughs> I know where Tamangos is. I just don't know where the discos are. Uh, but yeah. In that conversation, we got a voice note in from Fiona, who shook us to our core when she told us that she couldn't eat meanies. But here's why. Lads, I can't actually physically eat any meanies anymore. Um, Years ago, you could get a joke, practical joke kit when you sent in like, you know, a thousand packets of um, um, meanies. (laughs) And I swear to God, me and my friend ate meanies probably for six months solid. And I can't actually even stomach the idea of a meanie anymore since then um, and that was like what probably 30 years ago it's uh, it's ridiculous <laughs> I hope she's exaggerating when she said that to win a thousand uh, yeah to win a practical joke kit you just eat a thousand <laughs> packets of meanies that sounds like a practical joke in itself played by the makers of meanies <laughs> uh, but I do remember sending away for stuff and, and either getting it or not getting it and another friend of mine did the most incredibly generous thing ever we were kids, and this is proper 80s. On either Ready Breck or Weedabix, I can't remember, but you saved up coupons to enter a draw to win a Mongoose BMX. Now, Mongoose BMXs were the top tier because the rallies were, were good and all, the rally burner and all that, but like the Mongoose were the ones that you, the guys in the BMX magazines were on. He won, and he won two of them, and he had a brother. So it was like Dara and his brother were going to get it. His brother hated BMX, wanted nothing to do with it. Dara went do you want the other BMX my mom says it's okay and I went yeah okay <laughs> so I just baited around Port Marnock on Mongoose BMX like f- far beyond our skill set these things that he got free from cereal oh, they were so cool those bikes had them for about I had mine for about almost a year I took really good care of it kept it in the back kitchen always wiped it down after a muddy BMX run and one day I forgot one day I left it out the back garden gonzo Oh. Someone hopped. It was our back garden backed onto fields. There was nothing, no other houses behind us. I'd say they were watching you, waiting for you Possibly to make that so. mistake. Yeah, Gonzo, really sad. Poor mongoose. I do remember cutting tokens off Dawn Dairy milk cartons <laughs> uh, to get a BBC computer for our school. So every student had to cut the tokens off and bring them in. And did you get? The we did. Yet? We got it eventually. Wow. I think it took oh. like. 
18 months or something of collecting. You're all so patient. And you were like, we need more milk. You know, uh, yeah, people gulping down milk. <laughs> like Mrs. Doyle <laughs> watering yeah. the plants with milk. Yeah. This is an all milk cup of tea, Mrs. Doyle. Um, I just so don't think it? I'm that patient. Like I couldn't, I was never the type to collect everything then send it away. Mm. I'd read the box and go, collect for nah. I'm out. I don't. No, I don't have. Give me the little freebie in the cereal. Mm. You know, those oh little yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm happy enough. And again, like health and safety differences. Like for a long time, the thing that came free in the cereal was in the bag with the food. It wasn't in the box. Yeah, it wasn't it was the in size the of, bag. Like it wasn't a marble. No, you weren't gonna. Oh, I'm choking no, 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 on just, a no, like, I just mean bike like, say, reflector. Yeah, but say a bike reflector. Like that's nowadays you couldn't put a plastic bike reflector in your food and give it away. Is my point? Like I know you're not gonna swallow it, yeah. but it's like sitting in the Rice Krispies. <laughs> like that's not okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know when I was younger, um, there was a promotion on frozen peas in the supermarket, and if you bought, I think it was a three bags. Wait, or wait, five wait, can we bags? guess? What would you get if you were if you were on um, frozen peas? What would the what would the thing be? Like yeah. cereal appeals to kids. I can imagine like bike yeah. reflector stickers, uh, like a know, garden hose or something. Yeah, would it have no. to be like no? Yeah, I was mad about garden bamboo things. You could grow your own peas right. or something. Although that would be counterproductive for the pea company. A yeah, actually, fancy no, clock. Oh, a carriage clock. No, yeah. that's a good guess. A Kylie Minogue poster <laughs> for my wall. <laughs> Kylie and so peas. I hounded my mother to buy five bags of frozen peas so I could have this Kylie Minogue poster on my wall to join the Michael Jackson poster that I already had on my wall. Just was that also promotional or had you bought that one? No, I think, uh, I think maybe I got that in a magazine. Right. Yeah. Did you and have you, that shop, Athena? No. Was that a, sh- a shop? Well, it rings a bell. What was it? They used to sell posters. Yes! No, I don't And like Oh, no, hang on. Was it not in... Was it? Does that not in like a Virgin record store or something? The was Athena that, that was poster. Athena in a Stevens Green shopping centre. Was it in Asha? Anyway, there used to be shops that sold posters, posters. and yeah. that's where you went to get your yeah. favorite band. Or mm. well, this I mean, th- this Kylie Minogue poster wasn't like it could have been taken from a magazine. It was only I feel that like size. We were, yeah, like it was only it was small. Wasn't anything special about it. Well, it was no, only like five packs. It wasn't like Fiona with a thousand packs no, of meanies. No, but my poor mother were five bags of peas. And the worst thing, I didn't eat peas. <laughs> she was like, who am I going to feed these to? I was like, but I really want the poster. But doing the thing where you get all the kids in the class to cut stuff out and bring it in. Like, as a promotional tool to, to rope in every kid mm. in the class. And they're all badgering their parents to get this one brand of something. Yeah. That's well, they genius. They do it in Aldi. They do. They do the rugby stickers. The the isn't it rugby? Oh, Paul O'Connell's always doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They do. Are you collecting the stickers? I'm like, yeah. And I think they give you a couple for every 25 euro you spend. And then you bring them into school. They fill a poster that's in the hallway of the school. And then I don't know if they take a picture or whatever. They submit to Aldi, and then somebody wins 50 grand or something. Yeah, 50 grand is good, but it's like it's no cash machine. It's no cash machine. I was going to say, it's no, it's no BBC computer, but okay, it's no cash machine. <laughs> uh, 087 4100 Have you have any memories of collecting things and getting them for free from promotional things, even though you spent so much more money than it was worth in eating all of the meanies or drinking all of the milk or whatever it was? There was always the rumour that if you collected the Mr. Freezes with the different numbers on them, then you got something. But 
it was always an urban legend and no one ever knew anyone who collected <laughs> all the different numbered Mr. Freezes. I'd love to know, did anyone actually do it and get something? <laughs> Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Laura Ann's been on to us. Remember this? Morning, guys. Do you remember when um, Perry Crisps had those little blue pouches put into the crisp packets and you could win a fiver, five pounds at the time, or like a free packet of crisps? Yeah, it was like you would just be winning fivers out of the packets of cheese and onion Perry. I do remember that. Yeah. I also remember the most, so the most generous one of them were the fizzy cola lollies with the number seven. Do you remember? So every fizzy cola oh, lolly yeah. would have a number on it and then when you peel the wrapper off it would reveal mm. the number. And when it was number seven you get a free fizzy cola lolly. Except they were nearly all number seven in Port Martin. <laughs> anyway, everyone would go down and go, how many fizzy cola? I got like six today. I'm actually sick of fizzy cola lollies. Uh, another brilliant message in from Orla. I worked in lifestyle sports in the summer of 2008 and at the time you, if you brought in 20 wrappers from Bald Coke... Coca-Cola you could exchange it for like a little handheld radio with headphones and um, I'm still traumatised still to this day traumatised by the absolute filthy wrappers that people <laughs> would bring in I swear they used to fish them out of bins um, on Jervis Street and bring in 20 wrappers to us on every single one of the radios broke so they'd be back in the next day going it's broken I need a new one it's just like Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> or definitely traumatised from that. Uh, one says, My mum used to make me cut and count the tokens off the milk cartons. She used to have bags of them and we'd go down by O'Callaghan Strand and Limerick and hand them in and get something stupid like a bin for the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> After being told I could get something, but they never had anything for kids, or so I was told. I used to sit for hours on end cutting them and placing them in piles of ten. The joys of being grounded. <laughs> People are remembering Athena. It is a shop, apparently. Remember it well, says Dermot, so fair play to you. I remember Athena was around the time when it became cool for people, for girls, to have posters of very muscly, topless men holding babies. (laughs) There was a calendar and all that. Yeah, yeah, it just became suddenly a thing overnight. These were just, this is something everybody should have. And posters were such a big thing. Like I remember being in college, in Trinity, in the 90s. And there was like a poster fair. It like it travelled around the UK and Ireland, and it came to Trinity. And all it was was these English people selling posters, like just to stick on your wall. And I got like, do you remember fractal posters or a thing? Oh yeah. So there were these like computer generated, <laughs> like just coloredy things. But like you'd go in there and you'd be rooting in there for hours and spending loads of money on posters, like. <laughs> Good days, as Simon says. He's in Nav and he says, all right, lads, I always remember my dad collecting the tokens with the petrol and going through the book to see what you could get. Oh, the tiger tokens. Yes, yeah. the tiger tokens. Yeah, unbelievable. We, I remember the mugs. We had so many mugs as well. Because you'd never save up enough to get something big. You'd always just go in as soon as you had enough for a mug. You'd just get another <laughs> mug. Yeah. Someone else said, my uncle was a bin man. He'd have any coupons he needed collected in a day. We had everything free and first. <laughs> So some of the benefits, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Lots of people getting in touch. Uh, About things they used to collect as kids. You know, you'd send away for stuff and you'd eventually get something free, even though it would cost you thousands by the time you'd actually done the things you needed to do. Uh, Remember earlier on, Garrett was on and you said he sounded like somebody. Have a listen to this, Dermot. Uh, it's just Shane Byrne here again from Greystone. <laughs> the garbage pail kids stickers. Oh my God, the amount of them we used to spend our money on. Yeah, garbage pail kids were so cool. They were like the kind of antithesis to the cabbage patch kids who were cool and cute and whatever mm. and unique and you'd, you'd adopt them effectively. And garbage pail kids were all, were stickers 
but they were just like all they had snot coming out of their nose and they were like beaten up and they had like scars across their head or whatever they were just like they were for the boys who hated all the cute things <laughs> but garbage bell, and they're still around now the stickers can be worth a lot of money as well which is kind of terrifying uh, I brought boy, you I brought you back some baseball cards from New York did you did you look through and I see did, if any of them were Yeah, worth? so first so they were sealed from, yeah. from nineteen ninety one. Yeah. So I first of all checked the value of the sealed packs to see was it, was I crazy in opening them? No. Um, <laughs> so but but there was the potential in there for there to be cards worth like you yes. you've no guarantee, but you'd go through them. So I went through them, checked every single card, mm. and the most valuable one I found was ninety seven cent. So <laughs> So okay, but it was a very interesting exercise. So well, I, really I bet you it was it. fun though. I wasn't really it? enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like a treasure hunt. Yeah, exactly. And then you'd keep thinking you have one because you'd see the same player mm. with the same stance and be worth like hundred and forty dollars. You'd be like, yes, and then you'd realize there was a misprint. So there were Tops Co. Was Tops was the name Tops Co. But there was no dot after Co. But that was really rare because it was only oh. one run of them. But they so I had the same exact same card, exact same stance, the baseball batter ready to go, and then it would just I'd look down and I had to use like a magnifying glass because it's so small to see it. But there was a dot. And I'm like, oh. oh, what would it have been worth if it didn't have a dot? Hundred and forty dollars, maybe. Like, oh, well, that's like a, a disappointing episode of Antiques Roadshow. Oh right, you, you know, they spent ten minutes building up. I would say I would put these pewter mugs somewhere in the region of. 10 to 15 pounds <laughs> like oh man I wasted uh, <laughs> if, I was, if I wasn't so hung over I'd change the channel and I'll watch the next person uh, Lloyd's on the phone hey Lloyd hi there how are you good good what did you collect or win or what, what, what's going on with you no uh, I think it was about 1997 and a good friend of mine at the time had um, entered a competition in the evening hurl it was back in the days when you had to fill out a coupon oh yeah competition and yeah. you used to pop that in I think and he won a trip for two to Silverstone Grand Prix wow yeah like so, yeah. from filling out something in the Even Herald yeah it was, I can't remember exactly it was some sort of a questionnaire you filled out some quiz or something right and he just filled it out sent it off and a trip for two to Silverstone and, and he did you just go yeah yeah we both went two 17 year olds I think oh, oh, nice. so class yeah. five star hotel private transfers and we didn't have a clue what was going on. No way, that's, <laughs> that's so cool. Well, a friend of mine won a trip to the Open, like the golf, a few years oh. ago and he invited me to go with him and that was so cool to be like a prize yeah. winner. Excellent. Prize winner's friend. He didn't even have to do to get any of the work. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, we had the pleasure of watching you and you play golf last year at the, oh, at the Pro Am. Don't yeah. talk to me about that. I, I still yeah. have PTSD oh, no. from I, that. I, I was right behind you for the bunker shot. Oh, yeah. Which bunker shots? Bunker. One through 17. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind. So them. embarrassing. Yeah. Dermot, that's what Pro Am is all about. You need no, the Am. No, it's not. There's a too. bloody crowd watching. It's horrible. And I can't. I. I there's a thing in golf called the yips yeah. where people stand yeah. over putts and then something happens to the nerve basically like putting anxiety yeah. and professionals get it you know you, they just can't sink a putt because something happens I think I had at that time bunker yips <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I tried to hit out of the bunker 
terrible things happened. Yeah. And unfortunately, there was a few. Yeah. Well, thank you for for following me around. For Lloyd, thank you for reminding us of that. Yeah. One, those wonderful moments. What did you think of Dave's boiler suit? Actually, that was the yeah, highlight. It was, it was a hot day too. We had a little chat with you too. To be honest with you, Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. But the worst thing about it was, you know, the whole build-up to me wearing the boiler suit was because, you know, you can't wear anything except the boiler suit because you're a caddy and you can't wheel the the golf bag yeah, or put it on correct. a trolley or drive a thing because you're a caddy got there every single caddy in shorts whatever the hell they wanted to wear and all of them <laughs> yeah. had trolleys every single one of them like golf is boring boring enough as it is walking around it's so much more boring and terrible when you have to carry someone's golf bag constantly give him things you don't even get to hit the ball he was so miserable yeah. That was that. Lloyd, fair play to for telling us the story. Thanks a million. Yeah, thanks. Cheers. Good one. Bye. See you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Terminal Dave playing the music you love. Lots of you sending in voice notes about words you're afraid of because you're afraid you might mispronounce them or ones you've just simply mispronounced over the years. Seamus has been in touch. Ordurve. Try that one out. <laughs> Hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult one, but I suppose a lot of people do say it, so I suppose you wouldn't be too afraid of it. How about a moose bouche? <laughs> Again, <laughs> I think it's okay to say it. I wouldn't like to write it down. Uh, there's no name in this one, but it's a very funny story. Hey, lads. Uh, I once knew a girl who got this fancy new car, and she had the most amazing roof on it, the glass roof. And she used to tell everybody that she got a gorgeous new car with a Panasonic roof. <laughs> so there you go. Forget about your panoramic roofs now. And it is a Panasonic roof. Interestingly, you seem to be driving in a car where the roof is falling off. <laughs> the amount of noise it's making. So I'll get that checked for you. Dermot, good news for you from Gert. Hi, guys. Guys, hi, guys. I hear you talking about these words. I'm from South Africa. <laughs> Um, that T you're talking about, it's actually an Afrikaans word, Roy, which is red. Uh, Roy Boss, uh, which is, if you translate it directly to English, is red bush. So there is no direct translation to English for that. Um, if you say Roy Boss, then, then you, you're good to go. That's how it's pronounced. There you go. Roy from, from the was, horse's mouth, as I it was were. saying it correctly. Well done. In your faces. Well, wasn't us like other four people who drink it? Emer <laughs> <laughs> is on to us. On a bus years ago with my sister and my niece from Galway to Dublin, I was going along and I seen what I meant to say was, oh, look, the lovely Julux dog who's in the front of somebody's house. But instead I said, look, the lovely Jurex dog. <laughs> I do not know why I associate Jurex with you looks but I cannot say it without self-confidence <laughs> you don't want to get them mixed up in a couple of other situations I think mm-hmm. saying the name of the dog is probably alright and Alan was on to us too a word my wife definitely can't pronounce is the other night she was sitting on the couch and she said where's Ennis T. Moon <laughs> and I said do you mean Ennis Diamond <laughs> Ennis T. Moon I have done that so many times on this radio show where I've just seen a, seen a place name and gone for it and like everyone is just falling around well, the place if you laughing. want to remember how to pronounce Ennis Diamond uh, our good comedian pal of this show Willa White always sings that Rihanna song Shine bright Ennis Diamond oh, there you go very good uh, Chupa Chup still makes me laugh Dave says Laura in Cork it's correct I'm not changing my pronunciation of that a charcuterie board I can't for the life of me pronounce that word I say apostaphy rather than apostrophe only copped it last week when the missus pulled me up and it says John from Carlo. 
Uh, I always struggle with Monopoly. When I read it, my brain reads Monopoly separately <laughs> by reading it out loud in school when reading in front of the whole class. Oh, yeah, that's so difficult to read in front of the whole class when you're in uh, secondary school. Uh, what about Domain? Some say Domain, and my other partner says Demence. You know, like a Domain. Oh, or like, dem- Demesne. Yeah, Demesne. <laughs> Um, Chapel Izzard I say it like Chapel Izzard well, Don't do that uh, I call Hermione and Harry Potter Hermione <laughs> For one few of the books It's funny because sometimes your brain just starts to move letters into groups I mean the famous one years ago with between you and me um, which you will never let me live down is the <laughs> website Will Ferrell's website Funny or Die um, which I called for years Funny Ordy I never told him <laughs> it's on funnyordy.com <laughs> it's funny or die lads I own a small food truck I have a potato roasty on the menu but 90% of the people call it a roasty or was it rosty see I call it roasty there potato rosty no rosty is a different thing no yeah a rosty is a different thing to a roasty yeah that's what he's saying he's saying he has a potato rosty yeah. on the menu but people call it a roasty like I just did what's a rosty a rusty is like grated potato and then it's like mixed with like stuff. Like a cake, or like a yeah, fish like cake. Yeah, it's like a potato cake, potato cake right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a roasty is like a roast potato. Melissa Nathalone says something that my sister did, Liz, when she was small. She says, my eight-year-old son was reading through my shopping receipt one day and he asked what man get out was. Uh, Mange yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's, how, that's how I tell myself to spell it. I say man get out. <laughs> uh, a lot of people struggling with induya. N-D-U-J-A oh, I don't know what I'm terrified of that Just go and do you I heard an Italian say it one time On a recipe thing on YouTube And I was like Brilliant That's Is what it I'm not a Induja? No Because it's Italian Not Spanish Induja. Is it? Yeah it's an Italian Spicy sausage Induja I thought it was A, a Latin No Lat- Italian s- Definitely I think no, no absolutely think certain. Think he's wrong. <laughs> No people. Can somebody Confirm the pronunciation Of a N D U J A. Yeah, you see it on a lot of stuff now. A lot of pizzas are pizzas. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that in, changing your mind now that you think it's Spanish? And you're saying it's on pizzas. And do you? No, because I. I no, think, no, it's definitely so Italian. I'm Teresa so right pizza, about this. And Teresa's not Italian. <laughs> That's true. And do you is definitely Italian. What even is it? Spicy sausage. But it, it's kind of wet or something. <laughs> well, actually, I buy. Like, you can buy it in a little jar, like a paste. It's unbelievable on uh, toast a cro- like a crusty roll with like mozzarella pesto ha- like whatever prosciutto you want and then smear the other side and then do your paste oh Jesus Christ I have to have that for lunch now today it's absolutely ridiculous but if anyone else we're still getting in touch with words that they are either afraid to pronounce or pronounce incorrectly Siobhan was on to us about her hubby hi guys um, myself and my husband were heading to Galway one day and he asked me, did we want to stop off in Athenry? <laughs> kind of gives a whole new meaning to low lie the fields of Athenry. <laughs> well, I suppose, again, it is written, literally written, at Henry. Like, yeah, you know, you see it that way, I can understand how his brain does that. Don't talk to me about Mianus and Limerick. <laughs> and then uh, Mike has been on about the pronunciation of that Italian spicy sausage, Dermot. Yeah, lads, it's like, uh, do you like spicy sausage on your pizza? Mm, do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, Mike. That's did, one way of remembering it, anyway. <laughs> I did find the creepiest person in the world explaining uh, on YouTube how to pronounce it. Listen, this guy. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of this spicy sausage from the region of Calabria. 
in southern Italy. We're going to be looking at how to pronounce more Italian food names as well. So make sure to stay tuned and consider subscribing for more learning. How do you say this? In Italian, it is pronounced as Enduia. 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 There you go. I want to listen to him all the time. <laughs> do you like him? I don't, I don't slightly know. Slightly scary. It's a little bit creepy. Uh, and the Spanish wine Rioja. Why do pub staffs pronounce it Rioja when it's Spanish? It should be Rioja con la Jota. Makes me laugh, says Valerie. Um, I know, but I think we we take shortcuts, and that's okay. I don't think we need. I mean, we don't pronounce Paris, Paris. You know, so making say, an effort. At least you're not saying Rioja. You know yeah, I mean? like exactly. You're making some effort. Uh, I used to work in a deli and a lad came in to ask for chipotle sauce and he said, can I have some of that Chippendale sauce? <laughs> I couldn't lift my head up from the counter with the laughing. Uh, Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from nine on Today FM.